Hello, Faith family. We're here for another panel. We just heard a great sermon uh, from Kyle uh, with a lot of um, a lot of relevance anytime, but especially uh, nowadays during uncertain times. And Christians can really uh, get stressed out and and give in to worry when they see uh, so many concerning things in the world around them. And so it was really timely. Uh, and yet Kyle just is preaching through books of the Bible like we always do. And it's amazing how relevant. Uh, that is. So uh, the the passage was in First Peter. Uh, it began with the end of the wor- the end of all things is near, and it was powerful. If you haven't watched it yet, please go watch it. Uh, it'll encourage your soul. But uh, we'll just start out with our typical question, uh, Mike. What were you most encouraged by? I guess I could go through and look at a specific thing, but overall, it got me focused on Christ's return. Mm. Then, all right, at least it did for me. I mean, I just. Uh, and then as, as the sermon begins to unfold, uh, just the, uh, the confidence that I have in my Savior's return. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's important for me specifically, just realign my thoughts as we begin to, to go into this sermon. Yeah. No, for, for me, it was, it was an, an, it's, it's funny. Uh, only with a, with a Christian where you're getting good teaching does the thought of the end of the world Pick up your spirits. Yeah. And uh, just let me say why. Like, you know, I, I like to follow current events, and I'm concerned about things that are going on in the world and in our nation and in our society and even closer to home, you know, uh, loved ones I know that are struggling or dealing with difficult things or not living for the Lord. And it can be so easy to get overwhelmed by that and to fret or to, or to go to the other extreme and feel like I've got to, like, prepare for every contingency. And so to, to realize that the, the end of the world is near, and yet God's got it all planned out. Um, that's the big takeaway from the book of Revelation, not necessarily whether you have it all figured out or not, right. uh, by the way, uh, but that, that is an encouragement. And then here, here's just some four simple truths that, that Kyle shared with us from the passage about what we need to be doing. Uh, we need to be sober-minded. So that means, you know, self-controlled, but also just not giving in to fear and anxiety. Uh, we need to be loving one another, given to hospitality, uh, not withdrawing from the world, but just being faithful to what we know God has called us to do. And so I just came away encouraged and also laughed at myself a little bit. You know, when he's talking oh, yeah. about, you know, prepper or maybe I don't do all those extreme things, but, you know, as, as, a, as a right brain kind of guy, it's kind of my tendency if there's something concerning to just prepare for it, you know. And it's kind of funny to laugh at myself a little bit and just realize I can trust in the Lord. Still be responsible, mm-hmm. still plan, and be prepared to a healthy uh, extent uh, that's wise. But just uh, have that pressure taken off that I can do what's wise and responsible and give the rest to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, should the end of the world terrify a Christian? Why or why not? <clears throat> I, I would say no, and I would say that with confidence. Because... The end, whether it's by the end of my world when I, when I pass or whether it is Christ's return. I mean, those are both uh, great things for mm-hmm. the believer. Uh, we've talked about this numerous times. It doesn't mean that we're not fearful of the process of dying, but we have hope of what is uh, the, the eternal life that comes after. If my king comes and returns for me, how great is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is, should be no fear. And, you know, it's easy, I, th- I think, for us to say this. We've come through a time, we're still in a time of pandemics and, and all types of, of things where I can find myself easily distracted 
away from the gospel, away from the, um, the understanding that my, my king will hold me tight through anything. And then I begin to worry about, you know, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if, what if money has no value? Or how am I going to, you know, in, so it, it's a constant struggle, uh, but there should be no fear as a believer. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, we were you, before this, we started recording here. We just had a little chat about how the 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 um, ancient Christians. It was a con- common greeting is uh, till the Lord comes back or may He come. I think I think it's literally Maranatha, and there are churches and universities named that uh, that hopeful expectation of um, yes, we long for that. Um, not that we, you know, we want our, our lives to be cut short or there aren't wonderful things that we can enjoy and relationships to enjoy in this life, but overall we're, we're just, we're grieved by sin uh, and, and we, we look forward to seeing the Lord and seeing everything put right. But until then, it, it takes the pressure off that it's not, uh, it's outside of our control and we're just going to be busy being faithful to, to our fellow brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Christ and doing what God has called us to do for his glory, exercising our spiritual gifts or our grace in gifts our church, yeah. uh, as, as well. Well, we, there are tons of applications today. Uh, some of the points had applications and then he saved uh, some applications at the end. What were some of the most powerful applications for you? The... Uh, <clears throat> I think one in particular, because I had this thought when he when he talked about how do you know what your gifts are, mm. and he gave some specifics, uh, some some specific uh, things that you know basically you live to do this in the church, not in the flesh, but in the church, uh, and so they they gave me some some peace of mind, I, I guess, or, or an understanding of uh, maybe where some of my gifts were. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I like the fact in the application where, because I was thinking as we were getting, before we got to that point, I think about our brothers and sisters in Louisiana today. He, he, there's never a point where we're not supposed to not, you know, be prepared for emergency funds. He talked about even the church as a financial mm-hmm. emergency fund. Uh, you know, I hope the people, uh, people in Louisiana have generators and, and things like sandbags that they need to prepared in advance. That was nice to, to hear that preparation isn't being unfaithful. It's using some common sense that God gave us. But to live with the end in view. Mm. That, I guess to me, that summed up the whole sermon. Is just, Mike, refocus on the end. And, uh, you know, not the all the apocalyptic type of looks but on my savior that's Mm -hmm. that's that's to me summed it up oh great yeah there there are so many great uh applications you mentioned gifts that's something that that christians can really work themselves up into a tizzy over or especially since so much of the websites and the literature out there is just there's not a lot of biblical basis there. It's a lot of speculation, right. so people can be obsessed. I love what one of my former pastor, Mark Dever, said about spiritual gifts. He said, you know the best way to find your spiritual gift? Start engaging in ministry, and you'll yeah. find out really quickly what your gifts are. You know, so don't, anyway, he doesn't, he, basically he's saying don't passively wait around to figure out what it is through navel gazing or an online personality test before you start exercising it. Roll up your sleeves and get involved, and then it's amazing how you'll discern those spiritual gifts as you're getting involved in spiritual ministry. And I loved how he talked, about, it's from the text, the difference between more public-facing uh, gifts and more private ones. And really, 
you know, I, I feel like the, the speaking gifts are just a subset of the serving. It's all yeah. serving, one manner or form. Just some are more visible than others. Mm -hmm. And so we should all just appreciate the giftings of others and just seek to exercise whatever gifts we have for the glory of God. Uh, I love how um, he made just the gospel a, a, an application. He's like, here's yeah. an application for you non-believers yeah, here today. Yeah. You don't need to worry about, in a sense, all this other stuff. What you need to be prepared for the end is to repent of your sins and trust in yeah. Jesus. What a great gospel opportunity it was there to, to be sensitive to the fact that we constantly have first-time visitors, people who either are skeptics and want to check out Christianity or they, they're not sure if they're a believer or not. So that was so wonderful way that he could be work the gospel in there. And then the, the, the ministry of hospitality, uh, that is just so, that is something as a single man, I wish I had been able to do more and probably, you know, have been leaning on that as a crutch to not do more in-home hospitality. And one of, the, one of the many reasons I'm excited about uh, marriage is uh, marrying yeah. someone who has a burden for hospitality as well. That's Doing great. a team effort will take a lot of the pressure off, yeah. even though I, you know, even, even single people should try to be hospitable. But that was a great, and just way we, way, ways we can show hospitality even here uh, on Sunday morning uh, at our at our Sunday gathering. But any any other uh, applications or things to add there? No, there's just a, you know just a lot of things for me personally to to digest this week as I'm going about my my week. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Faith Family, for joining us. I hope this is helpful, uh, a chance to model what discussing a sermon. Uh, in a healthy way looks like and how you can try to unpack these truths and applications uh, in your own life or with your family uh, after a sermon and uh, get even more. I know the, uh, sometimes it's not always clear, but we try to emphasize that really the focal point of this ministry is the preached word. That's why so much of the preacher's time uh, is dedicated to that and why we place so much emphasis on the Sunday morning service and we try to avoid other distractions from uh, programs so that we can focus on this so that we hope you're taking advantage of the Sunday morning sermon and this this panel is really just a, a supplement to that to help you get even the most out of the sermon that you can. We love you and uh, look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church. We gather on Sundays at 495 Hugh Hunter Road in Oak Grove, Kentucky, and are a short drive from Fort Campbell and Hopkinsville, Kentucky, as well as Clarksville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website, myfaithfamilychurch.com.